What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. You don't know what that ought is, Mr. Trash. I'd show you, but I'm too old. I'm too tired. I'm too fucking blind. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! In this topsy-turvy world, we've said it once, we've said it twice, we've said it a million times. The truth shall always set you free. This is Tim. Let's get off my lawn. The mad ramblings of a Gen Xer. Uh, want to talk about Snow White? Want to talk about Biden and his big mouth? Want to talk about a bunch of things, but I want to get into Disney right off the bat. So, Disney and their infinite wisdom... After they are hemorrhaging money, the theme parks have gone down the tubes. They're they're not they they just canceled their big Star Wars hotel project because of the fact that there was just a lack of lack of interest and a lack of money. Um, they they went woke with Buzz Lightyear and and everything else. And I don't know was that Disney Buzz Lightyear? I don't know if that's Disney, but this Buzz Buzz Lightyear went woke, and then they decided, which was I really didn't care. I know some people did, but they. Uh, they did a live action version of Little Mermaid, and they made Little Mermaid black, played by a black actress. I didn't, I never seen the movie, so I don't, I don't know. Um, I just thought it was interesting that, you know, they they take one of their classics and they remake it. And I have no problem if they're using an African American or black actress as little, you know, as Ariel, because you know it's it's really not a movie I'm, I'm really into. Uh, but I know some people were upset about it, and I could see why, because of the fact that it kind of, I don't want to say takes away from the story, but they were using it more as their wokeness to turn around and, you know, and make a statement. And while the movie is making money, it's probably still going to end up losing money. So now we got to news that they are now redoing hi-ho, 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 it's off to woke we go. Um, they're redoing Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, a 1937 classic. I believe that was Disney. I think that was Disney's first animated full-length feature. I don't remember. I'll have to take a look at that in a minute. Um, but they're redoing it, and they are not having dwarves. They are they're having the seven uh, enchanted creatures, and and these creatures are all of all sizes. They're 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 tall. They're short. They're one's a girl. They're they're black. They're Chinese. They're they're a little bit of a mixture of everything, and and the. Political correctness is the fact that, like I said, they are no longer a band of merry men. Now it's a band of merry men and women, and they're basically passing over dwarf actors to 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 be more politically correct. Now the guy that's in Game of Thorns, uh, I never watched Game of Thorns, and I, but I know he was what's his what's his uh, what's his name? Peter Dingle Dinglog. I don't I don't know his name. I know he's in Game of Thorns. He was in Elf. He's been in a bunch of movies. He came out and said that uh, he criticized it, saying that they're re, they're they're reinforcing stereotypes about dwarves, and it's a bad thing. And I laugh because honestly, you're giving dwarves work, and and I find it interesting that. 
the character that they are probably meant to really meant to play, you are basically saying, "Well, no, no, no. That's 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 just that's just re that's just uh, you know reinforcing stereotypes." What about all the dwarves in those Lord of the Ring movies? Was that racist too? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Is that racist too? Then you had another dwarf actor come out and basically say, "Dude, you know, you're taking away roles." And you're taking away roles from people that, you know, that, that could use these jobs, you know, and they're, they're made for these roles. But now I'm looking at the picture of the dwarves. You have a, you have a very tall one. You have three African-American dwarves. You have three white dwarves. And I, I, hope, I hope to God that's not a transgender dwarf in the back. And, and they're no longer dwarves. They are, they are now mystical creatures. You're basically taking the whole story and changing it. You're basically taking the, the whole, the whole premise of snow white and the seven dwarves. It is now, is it now going to be snow white and the magical creatures are the magical, uh, maybe you can't call them creatures. I don't know. Now snow white was, uh, was loosely based off of a uh, brother's grim fairy tale back in 1812. And the whole premise of Snow White was being the fact that she is white as snow. She has fair skin. That's the that's the whole thing about Snow White. She's known for her fair complexion. So what does Disney do? Disney goes, I know, let's get a Colombian actress to come around and play Snow White. Now, I don't blame the actress. You know, but she comes out and says, it's refreshing that they're doing this. You know, and she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to get into the drama and get into all this. Well, yeah, honey, you got into the drama as soon as you accepted the part. Sorry, I don't want to break the news to you. You are, you you th- you you thrusted yourself into the drama when you decided that you're a Colombian. You're from Colombia, I think. Our, I think her mother or father's Polish as well, and you're going to be Snow White, whose skin is as white as the driven snow. And I love it because she came out at one point and she deleted this tweet and she said, yes, I am Snow White. No, I'm not bleaching my skin for the role. And then she came out and she deleted that tweet. I I mean, the whole premise of the 1937 animated film was she befriends seven dwarves and she's hiding from her wicked stepmother who later poisons her with an apple before Prince Charming comes. One day my prince will come and awakes her from her slumber with a kiss. Now, of course, the PC police say, well, Prince Charming basically raped her because he kissed her without her consent. Well, if you want to think about it, he actually kind of saves her life. He say, she say he, if he doesn't kiss her, she doesn't come back to life. And I just love it because this actress, and I'm like, I mean, this actress who's playing Snow White, she's, she, she says one thing, then she says another thing, and then she's like, well, I don't want to get involved in this drama, but here's what I'm going to tell you. And it's just the fact that you, like I said, you spearheaded this drama by jumping into this political correctness. I know as an actor or an actress, you're not going to turn down roles. Because that'd just be crazy. But if you want to talk about racial appropriation or cultural appropriation, this, this, would, this would have to lead the list. That you are taking a character who is defined by her light complexion. And she's basically based off a German princess. And you were replacing her with an actress who played Maria in the West Side Story uh, remake or movie or whatever you want to call it. And she comes at the actress comes out and says, I'm extremely appreciative of the love I feel from those defending me online. 
Please do not tag me in the nonsensical discord about my casting. Okay, people are a little upset because of the fact that, and I don't think it has to do anything with race. I don't think we're sitting there saying this this, this is all racially motivated. I just think the fact that some people are just getting tired of things that are known to be true classics. And you're taking them and you're destroying them to fit a political narrative or a PC narrative that you feel that people want to have. And a lot of, you know, and, and what's wrong with the little girl waiting for her prince? Evidently, Prince Charming is not even going to be in this movie because she doesn't need a prince to come rescue her. But what's the harm of a little girl waiting for her prince, waiting for the man of her dreams? What's the harm in that? What's so bad about that? What's so wrong about that? And she's waiting for love's first kiss. She is waiting for, just think about it for a second. And I think a lot of people wait their entire life for this. She is waiting for love's first kiss. And Prince Charming saves her from this poison magical spell that the wicked stepmother put over her. And at the end of the day, like I said, if he doesn't kiss her, she's not saved. She's still asleep. She's still taking a dirt nap. So you're going to take away the premise of the story of the dwarves. You are making Snow White Colombian. And you're removing Prince Charming. It just it, it, Have we reached this point of lunacy that we are now sitting there and saying that this is okay? That this is all right? Speaking of lunacy, I love this. Mexico has submitted a complaint to the U.S. after Texas started placing these floating barriers along the Rio Grande to help proactively, as Governor Abbott says, to help proactively prevent illegal crossings. Now, these are people that are in Mexico that are crossing into this country who illegally, basically filing false asylum claims. But the Mexican government is basically saying, no, 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 this, this violates some treaties on boundaries in the water. And they're foreign. Is, is, uh, so we, you can't do this. Basically, what they're saying is Mexico will send an inspection team to the Rio Grande to see whether any part of the barriers put in place to deter illegal immigration exists into the Mexican side of the river. Fine. You know, what? we'll just make sure we keep it on the American side of rivers. Now, Texas started breaking out these barriers because they really st- we, we th- this isn't a topic of conversation anymore. But illegal immigration is still at its height. But. Immigrant advocates say have voiced concerned about drowning risks from the from the buoys. And environmentalists now are questioning the impact on the river. How about we stop people from coming over here that weren't invited? And I love the thing. You know what? Why don't you just invite these people into your house and have them stay with you? No, we can't do that. We're all for we're all for immigration as long as it's not in our cities. Now, Mexico is complaining that the installation of barbed wire on an island in the river near Eagle Pass, Texas. They're complaining about that as well. Well, again, that is to stop people from coming into the country illegally. You lock your door at your house for a reason. And it's to proactively prevent illegal crossings between point of entries by making it more difficult to cross the Rio Grande and reach the Texas side of the southern border. That's what Governor Abbott says. Seems seems fairly straightforward to me. If you're not invited somewhere, you don't go. You lock your door at night because you don't want people coming in that aren't supposed to be there. But somehow Mexico is like, well, no, 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 no. You can't do that (laughs) because that that might stop people from coming over. 
Now, Abbott's also released the uh, Texas military, and they he's given them now the authority to use unmanned aircraft and uh, search and recovery mesh- missions for you know for for board, for the border patrol agents. Um, and he, he he's taken uh, Texas DPS and training them in arrest and search and seizures at the border and at checkpoints. So he's doing everything he possibly can as the as the Biden administration is basically hamstringing him at every opportune chance. But you look at this and you're like, okay, there's this is just more craziness. There are there are more craziness involved because of this because of the fact that we we don't want we don't we don't want people to you know we Mexico doesn't want people in their country, but he wants to make sure he sends them over to another country. Now Biden tweeted out the other day about his Bidenomics. Uh, they're boasting about wages, the, le- the the level of wages, and it turns out he was actually wrong. <laughs> wages, real wages, have gone down or not higher than he anticipated. He says right now, real wages for the average American worker is higher than it has been before the pandemic, with lower wages workers with lower wage workers seeing the largest gains. Well, the the, the only problem is it's, it's extremely misleading, and it, people called it out. People decide, hey, you know what? Listen, why, why don't we, why don't we sit there and and, and speak the truth about uh, about Bidenomics that wages have not reached their all times high, and the fact that inflation has and wages are not accelerating as fast as inflation is still at. Now Biden right now, but his approval, and I love it because he's touting this Bidenomics, but his approval rating on the economy right now is only 32%. If you are if you only have a 32% approval rating on something, I know this may sound crazy, but at the end of the day, I would probably not tout that. I probably would not bring that up. I probably would not mention that that I only have thir- that I only have a 32% approval rating on something such as that. That's probably not something you want to brag. I mean, that's like, that's not something you want to brag about. Or why would you want to brag about? Because he's an idiot. <laughs> if you if you want me to say it, he, that's what he is. He, he's, he's, he's not thinking or, or his wonderful team who we, we all know is not really, uh, he's not really in charge of anything. Biden, that is that his team is handling this. And you want to get into some more craziness. Black and Hispanic New Yorkers who fail teachers uh, teachers test strike a $1.8 billion settlement in New York City. Now, these were teachers who failed the exam for whatever reasons. And one guy is getting $2 million. This is also for wages lost. Now, roughly, I think it's 5,200 black and Hispanic ex-Big Apple teachers and once aspiring educators are saying is expected to collect 1.8 billion in judgments as the city stopped fighting a nearly three decade federal discrimination suit that found the certification certification exam was bias. Yes, because math is bias. Reading is bias. Science is bias. As of last week, 225 people who failed the liberal arts and science test, liberal arts and science test. Used for teachers' licensing from 1994 to 2014, have already been notified they're getting settlements of at least a million dollars. So you fail something, you're not qualified for something, 
we're going to give you money. Okay. The court found that the exam violated civil rights laws for allowing more white candidates to pass. Now, they don't really give any examples of what in the liberal arts and science, because science is science. It's not, there's not really a racial component to science. If a light bulb turns on vis-a-vis electricity, it turns on if you're black, white, Chinese, Hispanic, it turns on the exact same way. I'm just saying. Now, a guy in Queens who was 64 years old, his name is Herman Grime, was awarded the biggest judgment today. He gets $2 million. Now, this is all for lost wages as well. And, of course, all these people are going to make all this money. They were going to make all this money. Now, this agreement was ironed out under Bill de Blasio. So, of course, it was. And it was done during this final week in the office where um, the city agreed to pay $1.8 billion to the plaintiffs through 2028. But, of course, the, the taxpayers are flipping the bill on this. So far, $750 million in judgments have been awarded to 2,959 of the 5,200 plaintiffs. Now, some judgments, of course, are going to be lower than others because of the fact that, the, you know, you, if, you, if you were later and, you know, if you were in the 90s or whatever, and they're, they're, they're prorating the salaries from whatever you failed the exam. And, and it, it's, it's shocking that, and it, it shocks me, the New, New York City spends $38,000 a year per kid. And, and they're not even at math levels and reading levels or science levels. But we're going to take $1.8 billion and take it away from the school system vis-a-vis the taxpayers so we could turn around and tell people, hey, you know what? You know what? You weren't hired because of racism. It, it couldn't be the fact that you just weren't qualified. I know that's crazy. But you're not qualified. Think about that for a minute. You're not qualified. You failed an exam. That's like when they've lowered the standards for being police officers and firefighters. Are we going to lower the? Are we going to lower the requirements for doctors? And actually, some medical schools are putting race and ethnicity over aptitude. There is a problem with this. There is a big problem with that. That we are not taking the best possible candidate via their skills, but we are taking the best possible candidates via their race. So you automatically have an advantage if you're black or Hispanic over someone who may be more qualified than you who happens to be white. So let's not put the best person in the job. Let's have less qualified people doing work because what could possibly go wrong? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing could possibly go wrong. Now, another guy, this guy's uh, Lutz Perez, walked away with $1.7 million and praised his legal team. I'm grateful for everything was resolved, says Perez, who's 79. I'm happy, of course. Now, more than 90% of white test takers passed the 80-question multiple-choice essay and essay liberal arts and science test. This was between 1993 and 1994. Now, the question is how many more white people took the test over black and Hispanic, but they, they don't tell you this. Uh, one of the versions of which had questions such as asking teachers to explain the meaning of a painting by pop artist Andy Warhol. Now, Andy Warhol is famous world round, worldwide. It's not like no one's never heard of Andy Warhol. But black applicants on average scored a grade only 53% of the time, and Latinos even lower with just 50%. But again, they're not. T- this is one question that, well, they had an Andy Warhol question. 
Now, in 2012, a federal judge uh, basically ruled that requiring teachers to pass the liberal arts and sciences violated Civil Rights Act of 1964 because it wasn't a proper indication of a better performing teacher. Why? General teaching knowledge is not a qualification of a teacher. Shit, I should be a teacher. <laughs> I don't know shit. Maybe I should be a teacher. She also sided with the plaintiffs who said the test had an illegal bias on blacks and Latinos that the city school system was liable for making hiring decisions based on its results. So, okay. So once again, we are basing results on the fact that you are qualified because you passed an exam, which basically said you have the qualifications to actually be in the role. But somehow that's racist. <laughs> somehow that's racist. I, I, I'm not sure I get how that's racist. Joe Biden's done another uh, loan giveaway. We're going to talk about that in the upcoming days. I also want to talk about Joe Biden and his brilliance in letting our enemies know that, hey, you know what? We're almost out of ammunition, but it's okay. Um, I did want to talk about one thing. There was um, some Congress people. Uh, had an opportunity to, and these gentlemen sit, and I think it's gentlemen Lace, sit on the oversight committee involving US UFO hearings and said he was shown classified footage that hadn't been re released to the public. And that basically he, he issued a dire, dire warning that this technology that he has seen in these videos, humanity can't handle it. That this, this, this would be bad. If these, if these were truly extraterrestrials, he says, and if they travel light years or speeds that we've seen in physics as we know it, flying underwater, don't show a heat trail, things like that, then we are vastly out of our league. Yeah, of course, man, because it's a friggin' alien. You didn't watch E.T.? You don't watch Independence Day? <laughs> well, the good news is we're all going to be dead soon because of the alien invasion, but until then... Please continue to enjoy. Get off my lawn. The bad ramblings of a day next week. This is Tim, and always remember the truth shall be set you free. And I'm. Here.